Before we get started here, I just want to say thank you to C, Kai, and Molly Valkyrie. Thank you so much for supporting the show over on Patreon. Uh, if you want to support the show over on Patreon, I would suggest just holding out until November 1st. There are some things happening in the background. You'll see. You will understand. Thank you so much to C. Kai and Molly Valkyrie once again, and let's get to the show. Oh, also, the Patreon episode uh, is not this episode for almost immediately obvious reasons. That'll be next episode. Sorry for the delay. Enjoy the episode. I love showing a picture of my desk to Jupiter several months ago, like my old desk, and Jupiter going like, you live like this, King? Um, because, <laughs> because, like, I changed desks, and so, like, I moved all the shit that was on it off, um, uh-huh. and I had, like, a bunch of D&D books on there, and, like, it was it, just the pits. Um, yeah. And now I have a new thing, uh, but I still, like, I didn't really set up my mic in a... Um, good and fun way for my feet because now there are about a hundred cords touching them uh, Mm. because I didn't put them behind my desk. I just sort of chucked it on top of my desk and now there's snakes on my toes. (laughs) They call me all snake toes miles. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, I gotta change my song. It's because they bite. (laughs) Oh my god. Sorry, your toes bite? Yeah, that's why they, yeah, that's why they're snakes. They bite. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh, mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm-hmm, uh-huh. Mm-hmm, I mean, I guess that's one way to combat foot fetishists. Hmm. But then it introduces a new one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Compounding. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. All right. I'm going to do the intro now. <laughs> yeah, please do. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to witness a music podcast most Foul. What you're about to hear is likely not safe for work, but if you're unperturbed by coarse language and sensitive content, you'll find yourself wrapped up in a world of music and mystery, the likes of which you've never heard before. Why don't you walk through the door and play our devious little game? Welcome, one and all, to Artificial Ghost Radio, a musical tour through the minds of our contestants. I'm just Miles. And I'm looking forward. Jupiter. And I'm here, too. And I'm Joe. (laughs) We'll work on it. We'll work on it, Joe. We'll have to figure out a whole new shit. Oh, my God. Hi. Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. To Artificial Ghost Radio, this is the final episode <laughs> of, of, of Miles' run on the show. Yeah, bury the lead. Yeah, bury the lead. <laughs> How I, I was like, 
it part of me in my head was like, how long can I bury that lead? Can I would it be extremely mean to make people think that this is the actual last episode? And yes, it would have been. <laughs> what are the ethics of lying on your podcast? Yes. What are the ethics? There's no Geneva Convention for podcasts. I decided to guess <laughs> twice in a row at the very end of the of the podcast run. <laughs> at, at the very end, we decided to have Joe on again. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, this is going great. I'm going to put on my coat and get my suitcase and, okay. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't you darken this doorway again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doffing my hat. I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, okay, so, um, for y'all listening to the show... You will have noticed that the show has sort of, scheduling-wise, dropped off the map a little bit here and there for the last, like, two months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a lot of stuff has happened. A lot of stuff has happened. Miles, I feel like it's only fair for you to just take it away from here. Yeah, uh, so, uh, I've decided to leave Art Ghost. And I mean, like, I will still be a, a listener of Art Ghost and, and Jupiter will still be here. But uh, I'm sort of reorganizing priorities in my life and sort of figuring out what I can manage with my time and my energy levels. Uh, and fortunately enough, I, I like Jupiter enough just to not have to do a <laughs> podcast with her. <laughs> and I can just go, well, I can just talk to her when I want to. <laughs> Yeah, we can just be normal friends. We don't have to be business associates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As for me and Jupiter, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, we are only business associates. <laughs> um, so yeah, Miles is uh, leaving the show. And obviously, that was very sad for me. But... Overall, it is a uh, extremely positive change because it means that Miles will be happier. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good, right? Yeah. So I really wanted to keep the podcast going and had such fun recording that last episode with Joe. And me and Joe have been friends for literal years now. Yeah. And I have... Always wanted to do a project with him, to be honest. We've tried to get at least a couple off the ground, which failed. <laughs> which all failed. Re- remember, every Pokemon is good. No one listening will have. Pour one out. For- <laughs> <laughs> Miles does. Yeah, yeah, you you do. You do. You remember yeah. that. Um, but yeah, so moving forward, Joe will be the new co-host for Art Ghost. I hope you like me. <laughs> you better. I do, and I think that's the most important part. Yeah. Miles, do you like me? Of course I do. Thank God. <laughs> <sighs> Joe, um so here's the thing. So if we're in like a teen, um, like eighties movie and um uh-huh. that like we're in a hallway and there are lockers, like I'm Australian, so this is my impression. <laughs> is uh-huh. that uh Joe is wearing a leather jacket and sunglasses. <laughs> Okay. And opens up the locker by hitting it in a certain place. 
I love that you said that. I, I think you're probably the only person on earth who would say that about me, but I know exactly where that impression is coming from, and I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> there you go. I, I just, that just reminded me, and I, want, I just want to f- tell a, a story. Oh, God. A conversation that I had with Joe, probably, think, I think, like, literal years ago, where we were just talking and hanging out, and he just was like... Yeah, before we started hanging out a lot, like, I always thought you were super cool. And I just literally, like, <laughs> shut down. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you, both of you, both of you, this this podcast. I remember getting introduced to this podcast and being like, wow, they're cooler than me by a long shot. <laughs> You're the only person in the history of the multiverse that's ever <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! So yeah, we'll we'll get into like you know we'll 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 sort of like figure out what we're doing. Me and Joe will figure out what we're doing a little bit more, and we'll like do like more introductory stuff. And you know, this is like sort of a soft reboot of the show, and we'll do all of that starting next episode. This is a pitch meeting. This is a pitch meeting. We hope you're all gonna stay <laughs> <laughs> inside the writers' room. Yes, uh, the writers for Art Ghost have decided to kill off Miles <laughs> and introduce the, the new character, Joe. We pan over to the writers and it's me in an ill-fitting suit and fake mustache over my already existing mustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, so we will do all that starting next episode, but this episode is an episode to say goodbye in terms of the show to my wonderful friend Miles. Ooh. And uh, also a really uh, fun and cool thing is that I'm definitely going to cry and it's going to be a really good audio experience <laughs> for people listening to a podcast uh, and also my two friends. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this is Chekhov's Miles crying. Yeah. So You know what? S- sometimes you cry and that's good. <laughs> Beautiful philosophy. Beautiful. Anyway, (laughs) so what's the theme for this episode? Well, the theme for this episode is songs to say farewell to Miles with Mm -hmm. two. (laughs) Two, if. (laughs) Really good theme, title, really concise. I'm going to make it really good in the title of the episode, and that's the important part. That's... (laughs) been workshopping it for a little while but i'm sure yeah. we'll find something good by the time it comes to post the <laughs> yeah. episode wait we yeah so jupiter in editing just bleep out what you just said and then uh, <laughs> dub over it <laughs> yes yes I, I will absolutely do that okay so oh me and joe are the only ones bringing songs this episode uh miles will spin the wheel a little bit later on but for the first half it's just me and joe this is relaxing yeah <laughs> Yeah, you get to chill out. I get to luxuriate, yeah. Sit back and be celebrated, Miles. Oh, yeah. it's wonderful. Okay, I think it's time to go. I think it's time for me to go and bring my song. Okay, so uh, this song uh, is a song that I found on a Discover Weekly at some point, And I heard it and I was like, oh my god, this is... Such a Miles song. Ooh. And I had concocted a whole theme around it where I was going to have us do an episode where we would bring a song 
that we think the other person would bring. Oh, yeah. I've thought about that before as well. I get you. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about it a couple of times, I think. Mm -hmm. And we never did that episode. So I want to bring the song that I would have brought for that episode to this episode. Mm. A little going away present. I don't know if you have heard this song. Ooh. It's by Serpent with Feet. Ooh. Never heard of the band. Got it. <laughs> I believe it's just one person. Okay, never. Well, there you go. <laughs> I've definitely got a Serpent with Feet song somewhere in my Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Serpent with Feet rules. I mean, it's a great name. Yeah, it is a great name. So this song is called Cherubim. Ooh. And I don't know a lot about Serpent with Feet. I just have seen him around. In a bunch of places. I think he collaborated with Brockhampton at some point. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I've seen Serpent with Feet Around. And this is the first song that I sort of like really heard from him. And it's such a Miles energy that I just I just feel like it's important to bring it. I'm curious about what Miles energy means. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give you a hint. It's not clowns. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. We did a whole clown episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's already part of our legacy, Miles. Wait, I have an anecdote. <laughs> oh, yes. No, please, please. This is our, I love doing this on an episode because I just get to fuck around. Um, <laughs> my anecdote is that uh, I do a um, D&D campaign. I'm a player in a D&D campaign for like the local uh, queer support uh, education service. And uh, it's really fun. And I play a clown. And last episode, we had a memoriam for a character, and I was like, this character would have loved everyone to be wearing clown face paint because they were a goofball. And so, like, I was painting everyone's faces, and then someone was like, oh, does this mean anything? And so I started, like, miles info dumping about clowns, and they were like, did you Google this? And I'm like, no, I just like clowns. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Clown knowledge came in handy for D&D, and that's Miles. And that's Miles. And that's Miles. All right. So here it is, Cherubim by Serpent with Feet. Let's give this song a little listen. Let's absolutely fucking do that. never done that with three people but you just fit right in joe and that's why you're perfect for this for the host position <laughs> when i'm at a doubt when i'm at a loss of what to say i just repeat the thing that the both of you just said and it's been working oh i love that so <laughs> oh that's great that's perfect yeah yeah um what did y'all think miles joe <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was great. I think it's a great song. And about two thirds of the way through, I 
it finally clicked into the place what you meant by Miles energy with that droning, like ominous building horn thing in the background. I, I think that's what you were nailing on. It just sounds like like anything that sounds like the armies of hell marching. I can see that <laughs> being Miles Ooh, energy. Love. <laughs> I, I do love that. I do find it funny that you don't attribute the marching armies of hell with me. I do. I do, for sure. But it's <laughs> it's that that specific thing. I'm more goth than Jupiter is. Oh my oh, Miles is more goth than me? What the fuck? Hey Miles, get off the show. <laughs> get fucked. Oh my god. Damn. This is how it ends. This is literally how it ends. Yeah, now I'm gonna become deeply mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's Miles's corruption arc. Oh, wonderful! A one episode corruption arc. But yeah, I uh, there are many things I like about this, uh, especially like obviously Jupiter has nailed my um, acts of service love language sort of thing going on. <laughs> yeah. Where like uh-huh. this is very much like a thing that I am always into with music, and we've talked about this before. I like devotion as acts of love. And uh, I also love uh, sort of religious imagery mixed with queerness. I think that's very fun. As someone that wasn't raised religious and doesn't have as much like religious trauma around it, I do have a different relationship being a gay man with religion, but it's still very interesting to look at uh, from like a outside perspective. And uh, this is a really, and again, the production, very fun. Horns of Hell, very good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what you're telling me is that I fucking nailed it and predicted you exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you really nailed down my character arc. Let's not lose focus of what's important here. Jupiter got it right. Let's not lose focus of what's important. Me. (laughs) (laughs) It's just an image of (laughs) you pushing away my head and then it's Jupiter behind me. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I mean, like, like, yeah, when I when I heard the song, like, it just hit me as such a mile song. And I've been holding on to it for like a couple of months because like something always came up as a more pressing theme. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I always sort of assumed that there would just be time to get to it. Mm. And this is the last chance. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that what mm uh I sort of got myself emotional there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I mean it's sort of a thing of like this is a very you song, but it does also make sense that it came up in my Discover Weekly because it is very like dark and like not quite brooding, but like there is there's there's just like a darkness there that like that I happens to be in a lot of my music for uh, no reason in particular. <laughs> and like, I don't know, it just feels like such a, like, I'm always going to associate this song with you. And it just really hits as a very particular meshing of our two aesthetics to me. Yeah, this is a very art ghost song. Yeah. 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 
I'm I'm also a little angel. I'm a little chubby. Yes, you, exactly. You are. You're a little angel. <laughs> yeah, Jupiter said cherubim before we listened to the song, and I was like, oh, Miles, a baby angel. I'm a little fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those oh fucking weird naked babies in a fountain. <laughs> I, sorry, I'm just like, I'm flipping back in my head to like two or three years ago where like I remember or like i found out that we could upload unique podcast art for each episode and so i did the thing of non-recognition of how much work that would be and i was like hey miles do you want to draw a unique art piece for every episode and you were like no but i'm gonna do it anyway (laughs) (laughs) yeah and that lasted a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And like, I really, really like all of the art pieces that you did. They're all extremely good. But I was just like thinking of like, if for some reason we were still doing that, I I would have to insist that in the art for this episode, it would be you as a little cherub. <laughs> <laughs> little baby. Yeah. Oh my God. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've uh, I've been sort of holding on to this song for a while. And, like, to be honest, this is still the only Serpent With Feet song that I have saved. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I don't, like, I haven't, like, <laughs> fully listened to it all the way through in a minute. And it's just like, damn, this fucking slaps. I yeah. should be listening to more Serpent With Feet. I have a I have the same relationship with uh, Serpent With Feet. I have one song saved, and it's Bless You. Um, and... Every time I listen to it, I'm like, I should listen to more of this. And then I don't. So (laughs) I'm glad that the floodgates have been opened a little. I do that so often with so many different artists. And I finally, because I never listen to albums, but I finally like sat myself down and I was like, no, Miles, you're going to listen to an album. And so I did. And it was like just the perfect length where like I wasn't spacing out and not listening to the music. And it was like, oh, my God, this is what listening to music is. I've done it. Yeah, it's been, it's so funny because I have always been the album person of the two of us, Miles. I cannot concentrate on a whole album. No, that's fair. That's valid. And here's the fucking thing is that I've actually like become lately much more of a singles person. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where the, where the dividing line there was, but, hmm. but like I have so many like, so many songs where I'm just like, ah, this fucking rules. I want to check out more of their music. And then I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to add really quick before we yeah. move on that, you know, we touched on on Miles's art here. And I remember that being a, a specific draw for me to the show. It must have been during that period of time where Miles was <laughs> making art for every episode. Or maybe it was just when you were making art pretty consistently on Twitter and your art style is very unique and like it's very recognizable as soon as you yeah. see a piece you know it's Miles thank you I think that that is connected to what I meant earlier when I was talking about the armies of hell marching like there's there's some core essence of Miles that is very like like essences are hard to define by default but it's very easy to recognize and yeah. I, I saw that in this song, and I see it in your art, and it's super cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Aw, yeah. that's so cool. Thank you. Yeah, Miles, you have a very unique and wonderful soul. 
that permeates every aspect of your life. Mm. Yeah. You know, usually when people say you're very unique, I take it as an offense, but this is nice. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because uh, I know you don't mean it like that. You know, I, I realized after I said it, I'm like, that's kind of a not, maybe not the best word. But I know you it's don't just... mean it like my weird homophobic uncle means it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my weird homophobic uncle, Joe. No. called it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just always excited to see new art from you. And I, yeah, yeah it's, I, I, lo- I love to see it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Even if it's for fandoms that I have no fucking idea what they are. Oh, I love doing that. Yeah. I think, honestly, especially, <laughs> especially because Miles has such a connection to characters that I don't know who they are <laughs> and like his very strong feelings. And I'm like, nice. <laughs> very cool. Yeah. yeah. I will write an essay onto everything I post. (laughs) This is why I've drawn this. This is every little tiny bit of symbolism I've added to this. I will never draw this character again. (laughs) Excellent. No, excellent. Well, so that was my song. Great pick. Loved it. Thank you. Thank you. Joe. Yes. What's your song? Um, so I struggled with this because I like Miles a lot, but I don't know him very well. And I don't know his taste in music. And I had like the idea of going two different routes. There's try to find a song that I think Miles will like a lot, which is dangerous because <laughs> <laughs> I could miss the mark or uh-huh. try to pick a song that's just about saying goodbye. But mm. what I found is that a lot of those songs are really romantic and sappy. And I didn't want to do that uh-huh. either. <laughs> That's valid. I feel like I landed somewhere in the middle uh, with Wave of Mutilation by Pixies. Oh, shit! You know what, Joe? Before we even click on this, this is from my favorite Pixies album. Me too. (laughs) I mean, yeah, no, for sure. Like, if I'm not entirely missing... Pixies have, like, maybe two good albums, and then the rest is like, why are they doing this? (laughs) Yeah, because you... Oh, we've talked about this before, because I think we... You bought a Pixie song, and I said, oh, Dr. Doolittle is the best album, and then you said a different one, and then we both went, what? <laughs> no, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, Joe, I think this is immediately the perfect pick. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm already pumped. Oh, great. I'm, I'm glad. Let's, let's see if we feel that way after we give it a little listen. Let's give it a Ooh. little listen. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, 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 <laughs> I'm getting it. Yeah, you're the hang of this thing. <laughs> it's like riding a bike, except you've never ridden this specific bike. <laughs> it's like riding a bike. It's a motorbike. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, shit. What did y'all think? I really love this song, personally. I 
What I love about this specific era of the Pixies is that all of their songs are like, all right, we've got a minute and a half. Yeah. We're going to make a really good song and then we're going to dip. <laughs> yeah. It's like they're always running late to a doctor's appointment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's just like everything is, it just hits really quickly. And then it's like, hell yeah, we're done. Have a good night. Yeah. I really appreciate that they do not linger. I mean, there's yeah. there's room for that, but mm-hmm. I don't know, not on a not on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of songs. There's like a, a an album that I um started listening to recently where one of the songs is like 14 minutes long and I'm like, I'm not going to bring that for the show. Yeah. I if that if that comes up on the wheel, I'm just going to skip it. <laughs> I'm lying to protect my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, do you want to listen to a 14-minute ambient track? Because <laughs> even sometimes there will be like a seven-minute song, and I'm like, nah, that's mm. good, it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, same. Yeah, and so it's like, that's a song for when I'm doing dishes and I just want to vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not for the show. The Wave of Mutilation is not that song. Well, it it can be. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, again, like I was saying, this is my favorite uh, Pixies album. And I think it was like one of those, I was like maybe 17, I want to say, when I like first listened to this album and I was like, oh my God, this is so deep. I'm so deep for listening to this. And like, (laughs) whatever. I mean, like we all go through phases, (laughs) but it is a legitimately very good album. And I actually, it might have been earlier than that because I feel like I listened to it angstily at my dad's house. A real hashtag divorce son energy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is such a, this makes me want to listen to uh, Talk to Too Little again because this is such a good song. And uh, I, I have a thing, so I'm going to get weird about it. Let's dive okay. in. Let's dive in. And this probably wasn't the intended meaning, but I'm just going to go off, uh, is that I really like songs and poems and any sort of text and media that deal with leaving and uh, goodbyes and changes as a cycle. Like, I I really Mm. love and believe in that. And I like this song a lot because it's uh, sort of inspired by someone dying but they keep living on and they live on in like the parts of them that are like distributed into the ocean. And then like they live an entirely new life as parts of the water. Uh, and then water obviously goes into its own cycle and like, you know, evaporation, yeah. clouds, rain, uh, and how we all become part of nature, the waves of nature around us. And I really like this as a goodbye uh, also because it's the essence of this song is that you might get distributed back into the earth, but you keep your personality, your morality, the will that you've inflicted into the world for ill and for good. It is all this intentionality that we put out there and how Mr. Pixie, I don't know your name, <laughs> uh, is is talking about like going into that cycle. And I think it's great of um that very punk ideology of saying, I'm not going to die easy. You can't put me down. As well as this whole like sort of entropy ego death thing going on. It's great. Yeah. And the way that's going to be symbolized here is that you will be leaving, but we'll still use the cover art you made. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but add a blood splotch to the bottom corner. Oh yes, no, yeah, that would be fun. Uh, Joe, I don't think you. No one has pointed this out to me, but I just want to acknowledge that on the last episode, I overlaid 
a at like 15% opacity the image of the Weezer men standing next to each other <laughs> over <laughs> the <laughs> I did logo? not notice that. Why did she weasel our audience? <laughs> what the fuck? We are. We are trapped. We're trapped. Oh, get weasered. <laughs> get fucking weasered. Um, but no, like, uh, this, this, here's the thing, is that, like, the Pixies to me is... A band that it's one of the bands that my parents listen to a lot. I like mm. when I think of the Pixies, I think of car rides. Mm. And like most of the, mo- to be honest, most of the bands that were big parts of my childhood because of my parents are not bands that I like anymore. Mm. Yeah. Except for the Pixies. <laughs> the Pixies have, the Pixies have maintained. Hmm. There's something so, especially like the two albums that we really like, there is something to the Pixies that is like very outside of my body where like, and outside of like the context of when I've heard it and outside of, outside of my experience, you know, in a way that is like, that just, that feels like somebody on the outside, just like looking at me and people like me. And just just saying something just out of earshot that is very impactful. Yeah, I don't know if any of that made sense, but I just like this band. Yeah, I do too. And and I I kind of want to. I think I'm I think I'm going for the same thing from a different angle. I always have kind of a. I was hesitant about bringing this song even because it's by Pixies, and because the way that I feel about Pixies is that. It is a band that made, you know, like alternative music to like the very <laughs> the very foundation of that word, whatever it means. It's it's not music for the radio. Yeah. But it's music that anybody who like, as Miles was alluding to earlier in high school, like angstily loves music. Eh, I love music. I'm so deep for listening to this. That's... <laughs> That's the kind of music that the that, that Pixies makes, but it's a band that everybody knows about. <laughs> so it's yeah. like it you can't feel all that unique or special for listening to it and yet it that like I don't know like when other bands when that happens you like you start to see the veneer kind of like shave off. You start to see like how it's not as special as it was the first time you listened to it, but the, the Pixies is just like it's it doesn't go old it doesn't go bad it continues yeah. to be special in spite of like <laughs> you know it, it's trying to be special for and, and unique and unheard of and then everybody heard of it but it's still special and unique and unheard of it's a very unique yeah. situation to be yeah it's a uh, I, I you can sort of picture like and and I kind of relate to this uh, is that you can listen to it when you're trying to rebel and be that angsty teen yeah. and like be that kind of person, but in a very like unshowy way, the Pixies aren't aiming for that particular demographic, nor are they aiming for the older one. They're just sort of making music, yeah. and you listen to it at whatever point you're at, so you can reflect on it as an older person and go. I mean, I was a shithead when I was listening to this music, but the music's still good. And it doesn't make you go, like, cringe or whatever. Like, it's a very, uh, it's an interesting band to listen to in that respect, I think. 
Yeah, no, I can listen to Tony's theme at any day of the week, and it's like, it vibes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know why, because it's so stupid, but it vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I I wanted to go back to like my selection process for this song, because I spent a lot of time trying to find a good one, and then this one just kind of like happened to be in the list. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me give that a listen and, and look up the lyrics, and yeah, it worked out. Mm-hmm. But... I think well, one of my starting points was a song that I heard about on this show that Miles brought. I think it was at like the end of the year celebration. It must have been in 2019. Um, and the song was Lord. Don't Know How to Keep Loving You. Oh, good song. <laughs> Jupiter hated it. It was such a good song. I, yeah, no, I did, love it. Did, did I hate it? Yeah, and Jupiter, you did. You despised it. Um, <laughs> it was not the BPM for Jupiter. <laughs> oh fuck! Now I'm kind of remembering. It was so, it was so fucking slow. Yeah, <laughs> I gave it a listen after the fact, and I loved it. And I added it to like a playlist or whatever. And now it just shows up every once in a while for me. And every time it comes on, I listen to the whole thing. I love it. And every time I think of Miles. Oh. But that was like one vector of <laughs> of trying to find the the right kind of music to select, and it was it was yeah. too slow. I didn't want to do a sappy slow breakup song. Oh, hey, hey, Joe, I have a I have a very important question for you. Yeah, what's the average BPM of your t- of your taste in music? Oh boy, that <laughs> I can't. It's it's all over the place. Okay, I listen to a can't. lot of stuff like that, but I also listen to like. Freaking Anamanaguchi and shit like that yeah. when I'm in the mood. Yeah. So, all right, all right, <laughs> But yeah, it's like uh, sometimes there are just those songs because, like, I get, I really, I can't just say like I like insert genre here music because yeah. I like oh, many yeah. songs from different yeah, genres. Sure. But uh, yeah, I don't know how to keep loving you by Julia Jacqueline and um, Laura by Bat for Lashes are both like kind of slow songs that if I just listen to them normally, I'm like, this is a good song. But if I sit down and I'm like not distracted by something, I will ball my eyes out <laughs> unhinged it's it's rough <laughs> part of me wonders if i should re-listen to that song just to like see how it hits me now a couple of years later yeah later. and not while you're recording a podcast maybe and not <laughs> while i'm recording a podcast yeah i do it right now <laughs> yeah let yeah i'll do it i'll do it later gosh it's so funny. Sorry, Miles. It is so funny. Doing the show has been so, so fun with you. It's been incredible. I mean, you are one of my best friends, unquestionably. There was a time right when we were starting this show where you were kind of my only friend. Mm-hmm. And like Art Ghost has been foundational. Art Ghost led me into a whole podcasting career that I am on now, on bigger projects in the future that I'm working on. I've met all of my, like, basically all of my friends, including Joe, because of Art Ghost. Yep. And I have not liked so many of the songs you have brought. (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, I mean, like, even in a way, like, I have sort of uh, pruned my music that I bring to the show in in an effort to sort of uh, bring to the table, like, both of us as neurodivergent people, sometimes it's hard to make us talk about things that we're not into. And so to me, I was like, this is an interesting challenge to now look at my music and go, what is something that I can actually talk to Jupiter about and how that has <laughs> informed uh, some of my music in a very real way? 
Oh my god! And like, because I get stuck in ruts sometimes, which is annoying. Because like, I forget to like find new music sometimes, and yeah. I'm like, why is nothing hitting right? And it's because yeah. you need to actually go out there and listen to new music. And uh, this show has actually helped me in that respect. Go, what is something like interesting I can bring? What is something I wouldn't have thought about bringing? I mean, that's why the themes are very helpful because you really think about you. You know, get your little pause into the record boxes in your brain a little bit <laughs> yeah. and sort of see what's poking around. So it's been a very informative experience for me. Yeah, I honestly like. I think that the way that we've done this show with and it's had a lot of evolution over time. Remember when the concept was that we would choose a theme together and then also bring a new favorite? Yeah, well, yeah, because both of us would bring two songs an episode, so every episode was roughly two and a half hours long. <laughs> it was so fucking... Every episode was so long. Doing a lot of games, talking a lot. And I yeah. edited that weekly... Hey, remember the fucking weekly. RPG thing RPG, that we were yep. doing? Played D&D for a little bit. The, yeah, it was like, what? Uh, Miles, I'm going to be honest. I've loved doing the show. It's been so informative and so good. What the fuck have we been doing? <laughs> well, sorry, interesting. So here we go. Let's spin this in a positive way. What the fuck? Let's yes and this thought. Is that, um... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> this is very uh-huh. goofy. Are you improving conversation now? You know, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to turn this positive. Um, yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Is that in a very real way? Uh, Ghost has been like a kind of verbal diary in a lot of ways. Of like Jupiter and I have both like transitioned and uh, changed our like sexualities throughout this podcast. We've discovered our uh, neurodivergencies throughout the process. We've had a lot of conversations, like frank conversations about like things that are happening to us, the things that we enjoy, how we're really feeling about the songs that we're bringing. And we have a lot of honesty in our relationship. And it's been really useful as someone that's never been able to keep down having a diary. And I've never been able to (laughs) write down my thoughts because I don't feel like a person most of the time. So when I write things down, I'm like, what the fuck do I write down? What are my interests? Who am I? Yeah. And then you start writing stuff down and it's just like, who is this? This doesn't sound like me. Yeah. It's like a disambiguation of like so many things. It it doesn't feel right. Yeah. It's incredible when I, I'll write something down. I, I try to write down journal entries, even if they're not like, they're all like, dispersed everywhere so like they they never they're not together but i'll write something down if i really need to get my feelings out or whatever and then i'll read it back and i'll be like immediately immediately after writing it and i'll be like who the fuck wrote this like this is not (laughs) this is not me yeah yeah and you know with all of the experimentation that we've done on art ghost like i do really like that like that idea of it being like a diary i think that's very like yeah fun and has like such a a poetic little button on it that i really love Hmm. and it is very true that like you know like i i joke like sure as a you know quote unquote podcasting professional as an artist whatever like i look back at what we've done and you know i've i get a little embarrassed about it sometimes for sure don't listen to our first see like season just don't worry about Mm -hmm. it But, like, also, I can't deny how fun and invigorating and creatively fulfilling it has been to 
experiment and explore and change this podcast to suit our whims. And I think we've like landed in such a good place of the themes that we challenge each other and the spinning of the wheel. And I think it's just such a like fun way to explore music. It's a challenge to always like find things that like are so specific and like it's also fun because really like it's kind of only a challenge for one person each week because one person has already picked out the theme and probably the song and then the other person is like ah fuck (laughs) and like i don't know like i'm really proud of what we've built together and i think that you know you're stepping away from it now but what this show is will always have a little bit of your soul in it Hmm. and that will still be felt. And I am so glad to have done this with you. And I'm so excited to, for what me and Joe are going to do in the future. Yeah. I'm excited to see that too. Me too. All right. Do you, do we want to, do we want to take it to the break? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do, let's fucking do it. Let's take it to the break. I need a break. I need a fucking break. Get me a get me a fucking Kit Kat bar. <laughs> <laughs> Miles. Jupiter. Before you spin the wheel. Oh, Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a game? Have you bought a game for me, Jupiter? I have. I have brought a game. Thank God. And, in fact, I figured that it would be only right to, on your final episode of the show, to bring your favorite game. It's time for yet another round of Beastie Boys or Bullshit. Yes! (laughs) Yes! This is the one game that when I hang out with my friends, um, Nathan and Dale, uh, (laughs) Nathan is an avid listener, um, we Uh love to talk about, we love to talk shit about the Beastie Boys, (laughs) because it is the best segment on the show. Because somehow you come up with the most convincing lyrics to the Beastie Boys. (laughs) And as someone that's only vaguely listened to the Beastie Boys because of you and one episode of Futurama, it's fucked to death. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, for real. Uh, The Beastie Boys is another band that I was, uh, that was poisoned upon me (laughs) Mm -hmm. by my parents. And... At the start of this show, I really, like, I was holding that poison deep within me, mm-hmm. and then I grew my own taste in music and removed all but, I think, one of their songs. Uh, I, I purged them from my music. Mm-hmm. But it is very fun to look back, because I have heard, like, all of their songs at some point in my life. Wow. It's fucked up. That's <laughs> so evil. <laughs> that is so evil of you. <laughs> this is this is one that you can absolutely b- blame my parents on. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to look back at the lyrics and then just sort of like remember 
and process and be like, oh, fuck, that's what they were saying? What mm-hmm. a goddamn nightmare. Because when you're actually just listening to a BC Boy song, it's just like all of the bananas fucking lyrics just wash over you because they're so fast. And then you look back at it and it's like, what the fuck were you saying? <laughs> <sighs> Joe, are you familiar with this game? Uh, no, but I think I can pick up the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I'll go ahead and explain it, because it hasn't showed up on the show in a, in a while. So, the way this show works, or the way this game works... Oh, wait, let me try that again, then. Okay. No, I don't get it. Please explain <laughs> it to me. <laughs> the way this game works is that I have uh, in front of me four rounds. Each round has a particular theme... And in each round, I have four different lyrics from Beastie Boys songs, except one of them is fake. And it is up to you to guess which is the fake one. Now, since I this is the first time that I will be playing this game with two players. So this has officially become a competition between the two of you. Oh, great. (laughs) I think it's cooperative. (laughs) Listen, I'm willing to cooperate if you are. <laughs> okay. We don't have to tell Jupiter, though. Ooh, that nasty Miles, you're going down. <laughs> Ooh, Joe. How dare you? I'll beat the shit out of you. It's the old guard versus the new guard. God. I'm Charlize Theron, Dibs. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So, I'll go ahead and say, this is round one. All of these lyrics come from the song Intergalactic. One of their most popular songs. Okay. (laughs) It also, each one of these lyrics has something to do with food. Oh, Christ. Okay. So, option one. When it comes to beets, well, I'm a fiend. I like my sugar with coffee and cream. Okay. Option two. If you try to knock me, you'll get mocked. I'll stir fry you in my walk. Option three. I'm New England's favorite. Clam chowder. When it comes to MCs, I got the power. And finally, number four. If my rap soup, my beats is stock. Step from the table when I start to chomp. And we're trying to find the one that you made up. Yes. Okay. I think it's B. I think it's the second one. I also think it's B. The only one I know is A <laughs> is real. And I think B is wrong. <laughs> okay. So you both think that B is wrong. Why do you think B is wrong? B is wrong because the Beastie Boys don't know what a walk is. Yeah. I firmly believe they don't know what a walk is. <laughs> you know, I, uh, when moving into this apartment, the first thing that me and Theo decided that we were going to get was a walk. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was the correct decision. We made fucking, uh, uh, I've been making fried rice pretty often, and like mm-hmm. the walk is the way to do it. Yeah. And... It's, oh my god, it's it's so fucking good. Anyway. Here's the, here's the thing, right? My justification uh-huh. is that, um, like, when you're a young person moving out for the first time and you eat, like, a um, ninja turtle and you just, like, don't take care of yourself, I feel like the walk is the, like, you know, you're still a little bit garbage, but at least it's something. Like, you're still, yeah. like, you can make some stir fry, you can make fried rice. Like, there's something yeah. going on. Yeah. And I don't think the Beastie Boys, like, have aged past 16. So I don't think they have <laughs> oh my gosh well i'm sorry to say you're both wrong fuck shit fuck what was it the 
the correct answer, the actual fake, was number three. I'm New England's favorite <gasps> clam the chowder. Clam chowder one. <laughs> when it wow. comes to MCs, I got the power. See that one, that one too. Like a stroke of genius, Jupiter, to include the <laughs> phrase MC. Like that's just yeah. That's that's very clever. <laughs> Also for the Beastie Boys to think, what's a really hard lyric I can add? Mm, it's going to be about clam chowder kind of tracks. <laughs> I, I can hear him saying it in my head, like, for <laughs> sure. Chowder. I'm not going to take a shot, but I, I know what it sounds like when the Beastie Boys says that line. I'm New England's favorite clam chowder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bad. I'm has got the power. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We've got it. Okay. Oh, All fuck. Right. So that is... That is still zero to zero. Let's move on to round two. Mm-hmm. Round two is all about Star Trek. Oh, These boys really love Star Trek. They they talk about it so much. And like the Beastie Boys have been included in like a couple of of Star Trek movies now. Oh. But they have so many Star Trek lyrics. I also want to say when Googling to figure out like all of the Star Trek lyrics, uh, one of the like the Google autofill questions is, are the Beastie Boys canon in Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is? Uh, I mean, the answer would be yes. Yeah. Right? In the far flung future, uh, yeah. the, one of the only bits of culture remaining uh, <laughs> of Earth is the Beastie Boys. Jesus. Grim. And then, and then the other one that I saw was, are the Beastie Boys gods in the Star Trek universe? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Let me answer to that question, please. Yeah. No, I did not check. <laughs> no. but... Well, I'll Google it. Yeah, please. Please Google that. Um, okay, so time to time to read the lyrics. Option one. Like Captain Kirk, I'm known to beat down. On the Enterprise, I'm through the clouds. Option two. Your knees will start shaking and your fingers pop. Like a pinch on the neck of Mr. Spock. <sighs> Option three. Communicator check. One, two. One, two. This is Bones McCoy on a line to Sulu. And option four. All you Klingons in the fucking house. Grab your backstreet friend and get loud. <laughs> fucking hell, this game sucks. <laughs> this is so hard. It sucks the moon right out of the sky. <laughs> Oh my god, I think it's the fourth one, but also like... I think it's the first one. I'm locking in. It might, it might, it honestly might be the first one, but I just, I want to say the fourth one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're you're locking in? You're both locking in? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations to Joe. Yeah. (laughs) The first one was fake. What gave it away? Uh, Can you repeat the line? (laughs) Like Captain Kirk, I'm known to beat down. On the Enterprise, I'm through the clouds. Through the clouds. It's a slant rhyme, but they do that a lot. They do. They do for sure. I'm not saying it doesn't rhyme. I'm not saying that. I just think that line itself, through the clouds, just doesn't. It's not. Yeah. Uh, it's not um, stinky enough. It's too poetic. Here's the thing. I, I, you're so valid. And the like, I realized I picked out the other lyrics and then I realized, oh, fuck, I need to write a lyric about Star Trek. I've not seen Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> So I just picked the two names that I know, Captain Kirk and Enterprise. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I can do this. Yeah. Sure. No, it, it, the Star Trek part is great. 
Yeah, the Star Trek world's great. Do you guys want to know why the um, Beastie Boys are secretly gods in the Star yes. Trek universe? Yes, please. Uh, this is from melmagazine.com. <laughs> Stupid. How can a 20th century band write songs name-checking half the crew of the Starship, Starship <laughs> Enterprise without anyone in the future noticing? There's only one extremely convoluted explanation. <laughs> <laughs> one, it's like oh, fact one. The Beastie Boys music my. is part of the Star Trek universe, as you said. Yeah. They're in movies and stuff. And fact two, the Beastie Boys have songs that directly mention Captain Kirk, Mister Spock, and more, even though the music was written about two hundred and fifty years earlier. Which means that, uh, and because they're the same people two hundred and fifty years later, I guess it means instead of them being like divine oracles, it means that they're like immortals. <laughs> so I guess that means they're gods. Okay. Okay. Good. There you go. Good. All right. Cool. Good. So we should all stop talking about the Beastie Boys, talking shit about the Beastie Boys right now. Yeah, we should stop stop talking about the Beastie Boys. <laughs> you were right the first time. <laughs> were your parents atheists or did they believe in the Beastie Boys? <laughs> did you have to go to the Church of uh, <laughs> Church of Beats when you were a kid? Oh God, I, it was. I think it was both. Um, okay. All right. Round three. Round three. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This one's all about girls. Oh, God. Great. Uh-huh. I know the song. <laughs> yeah, the I'm gonna... Okay. We've talked about how bad the song is. We've talked about how bad the song is. I'm just gonna read. I'm just gonna read. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Option one. Tour around the world. You rock around the clock. Plane to hotel. Girls on the jock. Mm-hmm. Option two. Looking for a girl. I ran into a guy. His name was MCA. I said howdy. He said hi. <laughs> <laughs> Option three. Step off homes. Get out of my way. Taxing little girlies from here to LA. Ugh. Option four. Two at a time. I want girls. With new wave hairdos. I want girls. Wow. I'm tossing it between one and two. <sighs> hmm. Two is like two is on the line for sure. Because <laughs> other than the howdy. I'm in. I'm fully in. The howdy just throws me off so much. Yeah. Does Beastie Boys know the word howdy? Are they going to run into a man and say howdy? Yeah. I'm. I actually. I actually am going to select option four. I'm going to go two. Two. So two and four. Yeah. You locking in? Yeah. Well, I got you because n- none of these are fake. They're all real. Damn. How fucking dare you? <laughs> fucking dare you do that that's some that's busted yeah yeah it is it is busted i'm gonna fucking fly to the fucking uh the fuck is it called where you live my god damn it i'm too angry to think (laughs) the united states yeah, I was going to go with, like, the northern parts of the United States. I can't remember what the fuck. The I'm Pacific dying. Northwest? Yes, the Pacific Northwest. I'm going to fly to the Pacific Northwest and beat the shit. <laughs> That's fine. At least then I'll get to see my friend Miles in person. Oh, all right. Nice nice verbal judo you just did there. I to my energy. Aw, I'm a stinker. <laughs> Ugh, ain't I a little stinker? Ain't I a little stinker? So he really did say howdy, huh? He really fucking said howdy. I can go, so that song, uh, that lyric is from their song Paul Revere, mm-hmm. which is uh, a, a song that is supposed to 
create a mythology of the Beastie Boys about how they met, where it's imagining that they are in, like, Old West cowboy times, despite the fact that they are teenagers from New York. No. No. So this is no. the, the gospel of their godhood. This is They are gods. Own. This what we're stumbling into is the truth that not only do they <laughs> exist 250 years from now, but they, but they also, also existed, existed back then. Yeah. <laughs> but I like it because like they it wasn't like they're born at the dawn of time or anything. They came together in the old west. So it's kind of like Mormonism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Round 4. The final round. Ooh. The theme of this one is that there is no theme. It's a wild card. Oh, oh Christ. So, I will go ahead and say, this one is not a trick. There, one of these is fake. Mm-hmm. I don't trust her. Should you ever trust me? No. <laughs> well, then perish. <laughs> okay. Option one. You're eating crazy cheese like you would think I'm from Paris. <laughs> Wow, that that blew my hair back. <laughs> Jesus. I originally parsed it as like like cheese whiz, <laughs> like crazy cheese, like cheese out of a can, and I'm like, what but the it's actually fuck? just really good camembert. Like, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, this cheese is crazy, it's dog. Camembert. Whoa, this cheese has got some fucking stank on it. <laughs> God. Option two. I make that noise like macaroni in a pot. I am the king, and my name's Ad-Rock. Okay. Option three. Well, I'm Dr. Spock. I'm here to rock. Y'all, I want you off the wall if you're playing the wall. Huh. Option four. We did it like this. I did it like that. I did it with a wiffle ball bat. Cool. I'm I'm gonna say B just because I think Jupiter's inventing a Beastie Boys verse for um, wet-ass pussy. <laughs> and... <Yeah. laughs> I think I just think that Jupiter's writing Cardi B fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine a world where the Beastie Boys are still relevant. I I don't want to imagine that world. I think the mistake that you're making is that I don't want to imagine that world. Mm-hmm. I think they're all fake. Oh, that's an interesting play. Okay, okay. Are we locking in? Yeah. Yeah, I think B because I want to. I just, I just feel like I need to select that. Well, congratulations, Miles. Oh shit! B is fake. I was right too. Oh my god! <laughs> so the way that this, the way this works is that Miles is Miles gets a full point and Joe gets one fourth of a point. Cool. Mm-hmm. He wins by one fourth. <laughs> I win. Yeah. Um, so I, I will go ahead and say, Miles, that. You caught me off guard by saying that because that was fucking subliminal. I was I was not thinking about WAP. Oh, <laughs> you're just thinking about the gross slopping of macaroni and cheese. Well, honestly, yes, because I eat mac and cheese a lot. I know you do. This is something we've bonded over. Like the first times we've like had <laughs> co- phone calls, it was because you were going to Seven Eleven to get mac and cheese in the middle of the night. Oh yeah, that is true. That is true. Yeah, but yeah, so. Uh, and now I go to a different 7-Eleven because I've moved. <laughs> Still got to get that Mac. The fake one is actually based off of my memory of an actual Beastie Boys lyric. Oh, I getcha. Okay. Like, I didn't want to look it up, but like, I don't, it's something like that. And then you said, oh, it's like wet ass pussy. I'm like, fuck. 
That was like the first yeah, time but- I've said the like unabridged, like I didn't say the acronym because I just say WAP. <laughs> it was really weird to just say. Yeah. Final point total is Miles with one point and Joe with one and one fourth point. Joe, I'm shaking your hand. Yeah, we won. Yeah, you both won in a sense, except Joe won more. <laughs> Cheated. <laughs> sure, <laughs> one by technicality. <laughs> but you cheated too, to be fair, Jupiter, so. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely <laughs> cheated. I cheated the fuck out of that. We're all liars um, and thieves. We're all liars and thieves. We're nothing but thieves. Oh, fuck. We're the band. Nothing but thieves. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you've all been wondering the identity of nothing but thieves. It's not like it's easily Googleable or anything. <laughs> God. So that was Beastie Boys are bullshit. I literally don't know if I'm ever gonna do that again. Thank you for that segment. That was a gift for Miles. It mm. re- it really was. It really That's was. Good. So with that out of the way, Miles, do you want to spin the wheel? Yeah, I'll put my hands on the old thing one more time. Yeah. Can uh, just just for the just for the like history of it, we don't say wheel of discord all dramatic anymore but could you go ahead and just do it one more time oh sure you want me to say wheel of discord <laughs> yes please perfect could you say that exactly oh sure okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry take two uh, <laughs> yeah i can go spin the wheel of discord <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Perfect. I can't get through that without laughing because I feel like a a one episode Yu-Gi-Oh character. My little Halloween heart is just uh, fluttering right now. <laughs> there is a t- sorry. This is self track. Um, there's a TikTok that uh, someone captioned with um, like me and my uh, roommate. Like we live alone and like they're two women and to like um their joking way of like <laughs> keeping people away uh from their house by like playing a man's voice like on youtube but they opened up a halloween record and it's just a man going who's that knocking on my chamber door <laughs> and it is the f- i shit myself <laughs> oh, oh my gosh hey wait a second i have a fucking question because this episode is going to be going out on the 20th and then our next episode is going to be on november 3rd does this count as our halloween episode oh my god this is a halloween episode <laughs> fuck <laughs> A great send-off time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Miles is going into his crypt <laughs> after this. I'm going to be hosting a murder mystery party on the week of the 20th, so it adds. Oh, shit. I'm doing a, a murder mystery D&D party. Very fun. Spooky times. Absolutely spooky fucking times. spooky. Oh, these, these times are fucking spooky. I have spun the wheel, and... This is a song that I don't know if I've bought before, so now I'm just staring at it going, hmm. <laughs> there, there is a way to check. Sandalassi made that playlist? Yeah. Let me see if I can find that. I have a feeling I haven't, but it's good to check. Yeah. Okay, I don't think I have. No, okay. I have not. Ha ha. All right, great diversion, Miles. You really kept the energy of the show going. <clears throat> <laughs> I'll edit it. I'll edit it. I will edit it. No, absolutely just leave it. That would definitely be much better. (laughs) So much better. So much better to have that dead air. Love it. 
Uh, so the song that I landed on is uh, St. Bernard 2 by Lincoln. And I really like this song because it is one of the only sequel songs that I know of. Yeah, that's interesting. I've heard of like sequel albums, but not sequel songs. Yeah, this is specifically a sequel song. I mean, I'll, I'll just send the, the link healer. I don't really have much prelude to this. I just like this song. <laughs> All right. right, perfect. Let's get into it then. Let's. Oh my god, I just heard my mom scream outside. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> that one came through. <laughs> yeah, that one did come what through. The, what the fuck? It was an excited scream, so I didn't think. <laughs> I'm in shambles. <laughs> oh my god. Just a little cameo right at the end. Yeah, just a little cameo from Linda. Oh my goodness. Uh, all right. Let's give this song a little listen. Let's give it a little listen. So, 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 what'd you guys think? I'm ready for part three. Yeah, where's part three? <laughs> what the fuck? Where's the sequel? Yeah, what the fuck? This is supposed to be a, a fucking trilogy. God damn it. Um, <laughs> no, I, I like, here's the thing. Is this feels like a very, a very good song to, to end your run on the show with. And the reason why I think that is, Partially because I feel like it's very indicative of the music that you've brought over the last couple of years. I feel like it really just like hits. It's very climactic also, which I really yeah. like. Mm. And also, I'm not sure if I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we saw that coming. <laughs> Comedy! <laughs> <laughs> well, see, so here's the thing. I also don't think you'd like the first one. Um, <laughs> that's fair. No, that's fair. That's probably true. So the reason why I really like uh, St. Bernard and St. Bernard 2 is that, again, who the fuck writes sequels for songs? Wild. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's really interesting because the first song, uh, Just St. Bernard by Lincoln, um, is this one guy like just clapping as the percussion and like it's very solo. It's a bit like dark and grungy and it's very much like a self-hatred kind of song. And uh, talking about like this sort of religious trauma that he's gone through and like going to Catholic school and then growing up to be kind of a fuck up. And uh, it's very, like, uh, yeah, self-deprecating at the end. It's very much like I'm like a dog waiting for you to give me attention. 
And in St. Bernard 2, it takes like very much like the same lyrics that were from that first song. And they added this sort of nostalgic piano and, um, you know, more people singing on the song. Uh, And the guy singing it sounds completely different than the first song. Like he's not doing this weird grungy drone anymore. He's doing this like uplifting sort of like... Uh, reprise at the end of a musical kind of situation um, where he's talking about like this uh, nostalgia of feeling bad and going like, I used to be really self-deprecating and hate myself. And now I'm looking back on it and I'm singing with my friends about how I was a fool for thinking like that. And uh, I really like this song. It's a good song. (laughs) That, that makes a lot of sense. Like based on your, your, little story that you told there because my my impression of the song is i i liked it quite a bit but it did strike me as something that would go down better with context whether that Mm -hmm. is the rest of the album or the first song even like it doesn't it doesn't sound like a a standalone song i mean obviously you just pulled it out of the wheel or whatever but Mm -hmm. like i like songs that are like this you know I, i really like narrative in music and like knowing some more of the beats, the the narrative beats that you're you're talking about here, you know, like that that adds a lot to it. Yeah, this is it's it's a good it's a good little track for sure. And now I'm like, oh, maybe I should go check out the rest of the album or whatever and see if the rest of it holds up. Yeah, I I really I really like you know like production wise or whatever. Like maybe this didn't hit super hard for me, but I do really like. When art is in conversation with itself. Yeah. The the sort of like, you know, the sort of like biggest, most produced example that I can think of is like the Resident Evil 2 remake in conversation with Resident Evil 2, the original. And like how it's a remake, but also like from a complete like different perspective. It's like it's a whole thing. I've talked about it a lot before, but the fact that like this song also is sort of doing a very similar thing of it's in conversation with itself. The lyrics are calling like it's, it's the same pieces, but told in a different way. And that gives it a new context and a new understanding. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is so fascinating and something that I just like really love in art of like, kind of like, an acknowledgement of what it is piece of art made in a particular time in somebody's life where, you know, they had certain feelings that they were putting into it at that time, but that it's changed now. And the way that you, cause like, you know, I've made a lot of things over the last four years online. I have been a part of a lot of different things and, you know, a lot of it, you know, some of it was just straight up bad. A lot of it was really, really good and has been and will continue to be. And a lot of it, you know, is something that doesn't, even though it was, it felt good at the time or felt bad at the time, like, you know, now I look back at it and I sort of like have a different understanding, different context about it. Like what I was talking about with like the beginning of this show. And it's so, interesting to like to have art acknowledge that like passage of time that pieces of art are not monoliths they are you know time stamps they're they're little um oh fuck what's the thing that you do where you where you 
put a bunch of stuff in a box and you bury it. A time capsule. They're time capsules. And to be able to look back and reflect on what you've made and also reflect on who you are in relation to what you made, I think is so fascinating and so good. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I definitely agree. It's that is, that is what Art Ghost is. It's uh I've been looking back and and I'm very fortunate that as someone that finds it hard to quote unquote leave a legacy, I suppose, to actually have something that I can physically listen to and as long as like internet archives survive I can have to show people uh who I was when I was making the podcast and for better or worse like however I progress into the future there is a part of me that exists in that quantum state of being in podcast episodes and there is uh you know parts of me scattered across the internet now and uh how I'll always have that to look back on as my footprint yeah. 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 When when you said uh art that it's in conversation with itself, it just struck me how appropriate that is for this specific episode of Art Ghosts. Um, yeah. Uh sitting here. Uh, you know, and now all of a sudden I was like really nervous. Uh and then I was like, nah, I'm gonna be cool. And then like right before we started recording, the nerves came back and then I was like cool <laughs> again. And now I'm like, what am I doing here? Like this is this is y'all's <laughs> place. Like but you know, we also likened this show to a diary, Miles. Um, and you know, it's like we're filling in the last page right now. And yeah. it's yeah. it is a beautiful thing the way that art changes when you look at it through a new lens, but also when you yourself as the subject changes and then as being the artist as well, like, and how that, that all uh, relates to it. This, this song, yeah, it really is the perfect, <laughs> the perfect uh, way to encapsulate a lot of those um, sentiments. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Cause like, you know, how much of the wheel is fucking interesting because I feel like it, it always manages to, bring something that feels incredibly apt. And I don't know whether or not that is just good luck or whether or not that is us literally projecting our emotions onto it. But also, this, like Joe said, this feels like the perfect little note to end this this chapter on, this book on. And then me and Joe can move on to another book in the same series. <laughs> is this metaphor falling apart yet <laughs> i think it was crumbling <laughs> yeah i wanted to say thank you to both of you and especially to you miles as you're on your way out here thank you for for building this thing not just because it allows me to, to, to jump in here but just in general it's it's good it's a good thing that exists in the world and i don't have any hesitation or like thought about that like i this is a good show and it and you have good conversations and you're good people. And uh, I, I, yeah, I just wanted to say that I, I appreciate what you've done so far. And I'm glad that I get to be a part of it going forward. Yeah. And mm. and Miles, thank you so much for being. Thank you so much for being my co-host on this little voyage from. Re remember when the whole deal was that we were in a car? <laughs> yeah. 
That was our original concept, is that we were in a car. I don't remember why. Car radio. Yeah. Do you, do you remember um, the whole Lost episode? We've had a couple of Lost episodes, but the Lost episode that we did where we decided that we were going to turn Art Ghost into a narrative podcast? Yeah. We had a whole thing. We wrote out a whole script. And we decided that we were like, it was still going to be the music show, but we were going to like be in a cabin in some endless woods and just like weird stuff would keep happening. And so we had a whole episode planned out that would like introduce this concept where we left the cabin and walked through the woods and into like a mountain where we went into a cave and underwater to a giant fish. It was kind of wild and it was super fun. And then I started editing it and I was really proud of the sound effects work that I did. And then Audacity fully crashed and I lost everything. Yep. Uh, and then, then we went on hiatus for like two months. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the sort of like reason why I'm bringing that up is that, you know, that episode First off, give me a taste of doing sound effects work, which is now something that I like really love doing and is something that I do in like my freelance editing that I'm doing now. And it's something that I'm going to be bringing to the new project that I will have launching very soon. And like none of that would have happened without you. And also that like this podcast has been such a fun exploration of us and has been such a wonderful creative journey to be doing with you. And I just want to say thank you for four years ago in your Tumblr DMs, me saying, hey, do you want to start a podcast? And then you were like, yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) You're very welcome, Jupiter. And thank you, Joe, for being like truly such a wonderful friend over the last several years. The two of us have been through a lot together, mm-hmm. which is kind of wild to say, you know, but it is true. It is true. And you have truly helped me through so much bullshit that I've gone through my life. And also the two of us have had some of the, Together, I feel like we've made some of the stuff that I'm most proud of on the internet. We, at least from my streams, like the yeah. Yakuza stream and the <laughs> and the Pokemon theory ranking streams, like the two of us have such a wonderful chemistry together. And I'm so excited for what the future of the show looks like. And I want to thank you for saying yes a couple of weeks ago and committing to this project and committing to you know not replacing miles of course not but 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 to allow me to continue to make this podcast and to allow me to make something that i'm sure will be incredible and amazing and transformative to me with another one of my best friends yeah uh thank you thank you again for inviting me and I, I I just want to say like it came at the perfect time for me like without getting into too many details at least right now it 
it really hit me at the perfect time and I'm I'm very excited to be doing this. I've always wanted to do a, a music podcast. I still feel like I'm not cool enough to do one. Um but we <laughs> time shall tell. <laughs> um, if this podcast has taught me anything, liking music isn't cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um Yeah. But um yeah, I I've always been inspired by this show and I'm I'm glad I get to be a part of it. Um we we will miss you, Miles. <laughs> we we will, for sure. <laughs> and yeah, we will make sure that that you live on in the show. Thank you. It's uh it's been hard thinking about it in a lot of ways because I I know that not all exits are created equally. Um not all goodbyes have the same weight and uh urgency in a lot of ways and I feel bad that I I wish I could have given more warning in a lot of ways to to people that really care about this. But also that doesn't mean that what I'm doing isn't valid. And oh. it's hard yeah. to to balance that together. And uh the one thing that I've always really liked about doing Art Ghost is that it has been in conversation with Jupiter talking about music this whole time but how we how we've changed and grown and transformed throughout the podcast and i always said when i was younger that my goal in life was if i could help one person <laughs> uh make their life better i would be happy and hearing stories about people like realizing that they're trans or like i don't know just like doing new things in their life that they never thought they could do until they saw to like queer people doing it on a silly little music podcast like means the world to me <laughs> and now i am crying so i did check off yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well to be fair i'm crying too so <laughs> so if if anything can come of this i'm glad that i made you know 20 year old miles happy yeah. and i'm glad that i did that yeah <sighs> sorry um <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, well, um, I think that it's time to say goodbye, Miles. And, you know, obviously we're, we'll probably be, you know, having a fucking phone call pretty soon anyway, (laughs) but it's not like an actual goodbye, but it's a, it is a goodbye. Yeah. And I just want to say that I'm super proud of what we've made. And I love you. I love you too. Well, folks, you'll love to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, Miles, do you want to head out of here and let me and Joe wrap this up? Yeah. uh, Bye, everybody. Uh, Joe, please look after her. (laughs) No, I will. (laughs) Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Uh, Wowzers. Um, Turns out. When you do something for four years uh, and it ends, even in a trivial way, that's that's fucking impactful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I bet you weren't expecting to hear me fucking cry. I. It was definitely a distinct possibility in my mind. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I am going to need water in a second, but, um, that, remember, remember kids out there, if there's one thing that I can teach you is, it's when you cry, 
drink some water because that's literally dehydrating you. <laughs> Get those tears back for later. Get those tears back for later. <sighs> All right. Well, Joe. Yes. <sighs> Welcome aboard. Choo choo. Or wait, it's a car, right? Vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> it was a, it hasn't been a car in so many years. <laughs> we can reshape it. It can be like a, uh, it can be a train. Yeah. It can be a train. I think at one point, I think at one point I joked that we were in a train now and Miles got so mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the new energy. We can be in a train. We can be a fucking train. Why not? Choo choo, motherfuckers. <laughs> Ah, well, uh, Joe, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta talk. We gotta, we gotta be frank with, uh, with the audience, I think, here. Wait, Frank? We're gonna, we're gonna bring Frank on now? Oh, sh- yeah, sorry, Joe, you're out. Frank's <laughs> in. <laughs> How's it going? Fail- <laughs> oh, hi, Frank. Hi, I'm Frank. Yeah, I, it's so sad that Joe failed the audition, but I'm glad that you're here now. <laughs> that guy's a schmuck. That guy's a total schmuck. <laughs> no, Joe, come back. <laughs> yeah, uh, Frank lives inside me. Uh, I'm going to put him away for now. Okay, all right. Uh, but yeah, so we uh, like what? What's what's the plan here? What's our what's our plan? What's our vibe for the show going forward? Uh, I I already said that the next that this episode rather is going to go up on the twentieth. Mm-hmm. So we're going to keep doing this biweekly. And I don't know, we might, we might, might change our minds on that later, but I think bi-weekly fits. I think it's, it's, it's good. It's comfy. Um, at least yeah. for the, right at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. For now, I would say don't expect too many changes. Um, I want to get comfortable with the framework that's already here. And then if we decide to move things in a different direction, we can do that. But yeah, I mean, I, I miss the old bits that y'all did, but I do want to make sure that we keep the episodes at a reasonable length and Uh i don't know how much i might talk about a song i really like i i I haven't done it in a long time so yeah it's we're we're sort of in a we're sort of in a a growing period now Mm -hmm. you know uh you might notice that the episode formatting in the title is a little bit different we haven't decided how that is different (laughs) but we will (laughs) we will by the time this episode comes out we will (laughs) This is also, I believe we're calling this episode zero. Yes. Because we're sort of starting over the numbering. Yeah. Because this is a new, this is new era of the show. And it only feels right to, to give it its own new identity uh, to a, to a certain extent here. We're still art ghost. We're still art ghost. This, this is still going to be like a lot of the sort of same, but you know. Yeah. The same but different. I will say, I I guarantee you, I will I will bring plenty of songs to the show that Jupiter hates. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I <laughs> I'm I'm sure we'll still get mad at each other. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So we gotta, Joe. We gotta figure out like intro outro sh- shit. Yeah. You earlier when we we started recording, you said we're gonna do the outro together, and I was like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah, like, because, like, honestly, I think, like, you know, like, we're gonna keep a lot of the same stuff, but I feel like it only makes sense to to give a a new new spin to the intro and outro, and and that's something that we can build over time. Yeah, we do not need to rush into it. But let's uh, let's 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 end this off. Let's 
Yeah, let me let me try to hit you with this one. Yes, um, please. And then we can, if we don't like it, we can try something else next time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, sorry. Before um, uh, we're gonna do the Patreon episode next week. Next <laughs> yeah. <episode>. Sorry, <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry that the Patreon episode got delayed. You un- you must understand, though. <laughs> you, you must you must understand. It's a what little happened. bit of a struggle. Thank you, thank you for your patience in this this trying time. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. Uh, but yeah, Joe, take it away. Okay. Well, yeah, I've been Joe, and I've been Jupiter. This has been Artificial Ghost Radio, and I've got to go call my sister. Cool. That's a cool cool ending. (laughs) Hey, Joe. Yeah. Love ya. Love ya. Big hearts e-hugs. Big hearts e-hugs. Bye. Bye.